Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is Adrian Phillips. Adrian is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh, and by Bruce Weinstein CPA. Visit WeinsteinTaxLaw.com. Adrian Phillips with Gresh and Andy Hart, who's in for Fourier today. Adrian, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Hey, uh, let's start with, uh, it is the holiday season, and I know that you have been in the holiday spirit this week. Tell us a little bit about the event you were a part of. Yeah, so it was actually really dope. I, we started, uh, my wife and I started a foundation called the Lake Foundation, named after our son. Uh, and this Tuesday, well, it was really supposed to be Monday, but we had the bad weather. But this Tuesday, we ended up having our first event, small intimate with 21 kids just going up there, taking pictures with them and, and knocking the item off the wish list. So we saw what the wish list was, and we got an item off of there. And, and it was just super dope to be able to see the smiles on those kids' faces and just help them out and, and really get them something that they wanted. This is probably going to sound strange, but is it um, comforting to do those types of things when maybe things on the football field aren't going as well? Does that help, you know, this this time of year enjoy it a little bit more? <laughs> you know, I try not to uh, put put those two together, but I will say, like, anytime you're in a community and you're able to give back and you're able to help people who might not be as fortunate as you, it's, it's always comforting and I guess it is a little more added comfort just knowing that the season <laughs> isn't going too well. But we really, we really don't even think about it like that. We just really want to connect with the people out in the community. Uh, Adrian Phillips with Gresh and Fourier. Uh, there was a a comment to a reporter from Trent Brown about Malik Cunningham. <laughs> where every, I know you're laughing you're already. already. Laughing. Yeah, right. You know why? Because the word everybody was used. Uh, were you a part of the everybody in that word that was used by Trent Brown who wanted to see Malik Cunningham get a chance? Uh, definitely. You know, just because we're with, we were with him every day and, you know, he put in the work. And that's nothing to take away from my guys, uh, Mac and, and Zappy. But you just, you know, when, when things aren't going great, you know, you just kind of want to, Kind of want to see what you got, and all of those guys in the quarterback room are just kind of locker room guys. So you want everybody to get their opportunity to shine. So we we rock with Malik. We also rock with Will Greer. I know he's with the Chargers now, and we rock with Mac and we rock with Zappy. So when you see those guys getting their opportunities, you just kind of want everybody to get it because you want everybody to eat. But that's just not the nature of the business that we're in. You are a veteran guy. You've been around a long time. You've seen a lot of football and players. And I'm wondering, do, do coaches on the other side of the ball, because you're practicing against these scout team guys, these young receivers, these young quarterbacks, young running backs, do coaches ever pick your brain as a defensive guy and say, hey, you, you think this guy's ready? Like, what, what's he showing you on the practice field? What, what are your thoughts on this young, developing offensive player you're going against? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, they, they definitely pick our brains. I mean, a lot of it, what you see is, uh, the film, the film will tell you straight up. And then if they, if coaches tend to see a guy doing well on film, that they might come ask a veteran player, like, hey, what kind of problems does this particular player uh, 
create? Like, is he a massive problem? Is he a good blocker? Like, how is he able to get this open? And then you give you a little, you give you a little intel right then and there. But oh, uh, I say it doesn't happen as as often as most people think because, like I said, a lot of the intel that you need or the, a lot of the the film that you need is already there. So you can see if a guy's winning in his one-on-one reps. So if it's a practice guy, practice squad guy going crazy, they'll see that. And, you know, if the opportunity arises, then he'll be up for the game. How common are conversations like we're having amongst players? Because a lot of people, Adrian, are going to see the Trent Brown quote hear what you said and be like, ah, they're all in there muttering to themselves who should be playing and it's divisive and all that kind of stuff. How common is it in an NFL locker room for peers, you and your teammates, to discuss guys like Malik Cunningham in hoping maybe that they get a chance, but it not turning into something negative in the room? Yeah, I don't think – I think in the media – it turns into something negative because a lot of people in the media kind of spin it one particular way. Like, okay, if you're vouching for, in this instance, a guy like Malik, then, oh, you must be out on, on Mac or Zappy. And it doesn't happen that way at all. It's just people just, people just rapping. Like it's, it's nothing serious. It's, it's nothing, it's nothing malicious behind it. You just kind of, you, you see what people are doing on the field and you see them doing well or you, or you know what they might be capable of. And if you're close with them guys and you want them to give them, you want to give them their shot. And it doesn't just happen in the quarterback room. It happens in every position. Like I want every young guy to go out there and be able to get his shot to make a stamp in this league because I was that guy in their position. I was on practice squad for two and a half years and I had older vets like Eric Weddle, Marcus Gilchrist, like guys like that that wanted me to be able to get my shot as well. So there's nothing malicious behind it, and, and we're not out on any specific player or anything like that. It's just when you see a guy that you know has talent and you really rock with him, you just want him to, want him to get his chance to ball. Adrian, I'm watching Thursday Night Football, and I see Sean McVay. He's the star of the Rams in that offense, and they're talking about Kyron Williams and how he fits the McVay offense. And it made me think, um, Adrian Phillips, whose defense do you play in? Because I, I look at the Patriots, and I well, Bill Belichick's here, Steve Belichick's here, Gerard Mayo's here. So if I asked you just open-ended, whose defense do you play in? Man, you try to get me. You, you trying to get me. Uh, it's, I mean, Bill has been coaching his defense for like – 40 years and, you know, <laughs> however long it, it may be. So it's his defense, but he's coached guys like uh, Gerard Mayo and Steve, and those guys understand it just almost as well as he does because they were brought up in it. So, you know, uh, I would say Mayo is obviously incredible. Steve calls a great game, and, and when you got a guy that's – been able to do it for so long and, and and Bill Belichick like it just makes it that much better so any questions that they might have they they just ask him or if any ideas that he has I imagine that they just ask him and you put all those collective minds together and it makes it it makes it flow Adrian I ask you this as if I am an NFL owner 
This is not a gotcha question or anything like that. But say I'm an NFL owner and I contact you and say, tell me why Gerard Mayo would make a good head coach. What would what would you tell me? I mean, first off, Mayo is a he he's he's smart and he connects with his players, and I think that's one thing that players really look for if they're able to connect with their coach. And Mayo played this game at a high level for so many years that he understands what this game does to the body and what it does to the mind. And he doesn't just check on you about football. He asks about you outside of life. Like, I mean, outside of your football life. And I think he really understands that, you know, if things aren't right at home or if things aren't right outside of the building, well, a lot of the times when you come in the building, it's going to be hard to just turn that switch off and just think football all the time. So he really connects with, all of his players on a different level and make sure that they're right in in every aspect of life because he knows if you're right in every aspect of life that you can go out there and ball with with a free mind. And on top of that he's a he's a smart guy. Like he he listens to his players and he also puts you in the right position to be able to go out there and make plays. It's is is very I would say he kind of has like a unconventional way of of coaching. Like he attacks coaching in a in a different way. It's not the traditional type of coaching that you see from from people in his position. Like he he's a very outside of the box type of thinker, and I think that's why he's in the position that he's in. And when you pair that with Steve, and when you t- pair that with Bill, and all of those unconventional thinkers, like it's just it, it makes it that much better. All right, so obviously some of us are stepping away for the holidays. When we talk to you on January 5th, will we be previewing Texas versus someone for the national title? 100%. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to jinx my guys. Let me knock on wood. But, you know, I, I really think that they're going to do what they need to do. They, they've, overcome, they've overcome so much this year to actually get into the playoffs. And I don't see them letting this moment slip. So it's gonna it's gonna be a fun New Year's Day, and then it's gonna be a fun what January eighth. That's right. I don't want to look too far in the future. They got to handle this game first. That's right. One Ad- game at a time. One game at a time, as we know. Adrian, thank you, man. We appreciate it. Have a great holiday with you and your family, and we'll catch up with you next year. I appreciate you. You too.